0: Who is going to win the Metropolitan Division? Who is going to be finishing in eighth place? And where are the Blue Jackets going to end up? Uh, Our answer might surprise you a little bit. We're going to talk about all of that on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets. Your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. With me is my co-host, Hayden Hanson. We are here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, so I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Lockdown Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube and we're also on the SiriusXM app uh quick note i had a we had a youtube commenter today who couldn't find us on Sirius xm uh, what you have to do is you have to type in the full show and the uh subtitle of the show so uh you have to type in uh locked on blue jacket dash daily podcast on the columbus blue jacket you have to type the whole thing in otherwise it doesn't find it which is super annoying uh but that's how you got to work it. for us so. Yeah, you have to, Shout you out have to, to, to earn Sirius it. Uh, no, it's um, I.I.T.'s. We are extremely grateful that they've partnered with us. Uh, we're doing good numbers over in Serious XM. You'll love to see it. So, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Metropolitan Division. Um, later on this week, we're going to start our kind of uh, I'm calling them Metropolitan Matchups because uh, I love an alliteration. Um, and so, we're going to be sitting down, I think, with the hosts of every other Metropolitan Division uh, show. And we'll see where they are in terms of kind of the offseason they had, where they stack up against the Blue Jackets, etc, cetera, etc. Um, so that's later on this, uh, this week. But I thought today what we would do is we would sit down and we would look at kind of the Metropolitan Division as a whole. Uh, we would say maybe some predictions on where we think people are going to end up or where we think teams are going to end up uh, where the blue Jackets specifically are going to end up. Um, and what I've done is I've ranked teams one through eight. And I also have um, some tiers as well. I think there's, there's some room for room for error here. So uh, let's, let's start from the very top. Um, who do you think Hayden is
1: going to finish on top of the metropolitan division this season? Well, for one I think you, you instantly think about teams like the the New Jersey Devils who did they they just finished in first right they, they finished came in second knowing
0: by a point I believe
1: the canes won yeah. so, right
0: last season last season standings for what it's worth carolina finished uh, first with 113 points new oh. jersey with 112 the rangers with 107 the islanders with 93 pittsburgh with 91 washington with 80 philadelphia with 75 and the blue jackets with 59
1: It felt like the Devils won it last year just because I think they got good so fast and nobody expected Mm -hmm. them to be that good that quickly. Huge turnaround for them. Certainly they can be favorites to win this year, but I think the team that finished in first last year in the Carolina Hurricanes also had one of the better off seasons this year Mm -hmm. when you look at their key additions. like They have some really solid additions. Everybody's darling in the NHL, Michael Bunting he signed a three-year deal with them. Dmitri Orlov, everybody's darling defenseman that went to the Bruins, he signed a two-year deal with them. And then they added Tony D'Angelo as well. So they kind of beefed up that D squad a little bit. Now they are losing Gautta Spear and uh, Calvin DeHaan, but I think the two that they got are better. Maybe not Maybe not uh, individually Tony D'Angelo necessarily better than those two, but I think as a whole, Dimitri, Dimitri Orlov, is like a point of game defenseman on when he's the on you know?
0: is one of the more underrated defensemen in the league i think and when you add him into that mix along with you know a decor that already consists of players like um jacob slavin it uh it gets a little scary yeah like you said they were very good last season and then they just got better not in a flashy way i think um, and that, this is this is not a dig at the New Jersey Devils, but I think they got better in kind of a flashy way. They went out and they picked up Tyler Foley, who had thirty goals last season on a truly measurable Calgary Flames team. Um, the Hurricanes got better in a very Hurricanes way. You know, they went out and they added a guy like Orlov who I think is the that's the addition of the off for the Hurricanes. Um, they're paying him, I think, just under eight million dollars for the next two seasons. Great contract. Um and I think yeah he's gonna be really really good with them I also have the hurricanes um finishing at the top of the metropolitan division um I have the devils in second place but like I said at the start I've kind of grouped these together into tiers so like I have the devils and the hurricanes basically are on in that top tier of their finish I would be very surprised if anyone else finished in top two in the metropolitan division I think it's gonna be the hurricanes and the devils real close behind them or I wouldn't be surprised if the Devils win the division as much as it pays me to admit it. They were very good last season. They had a very good off season. Um, and I think this is really only the start for them.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. No, the Devils are so good. I mean, they they also did fantastic. As you said, to Foley, they just signed they signed Colin Miller as well, a huge piece of that Vegas Golden Luke Knights. Hughes, uh... I
0: assume is is going to be in the in the NHL full time. Um, he signed out of college uh, at the end of the season. Got a couple of playoff games, I think. But he's don't sleep on him. He is maybe not as good as, as Jack or Quinn, but he's he is a very good young defenseman. So don't don't sleep on don't sleep on Luke Hughes. Um, they've got Dougie Hamilton locked up long term. John Marino is. A very good young defenseman. Same with Jonas Siegenthaler. I'm a big Jonas Siegenthaler fan, even though I can't say his name uh, without stumbling over it. And then you look at, like, their big guys. They've got Timo Meyer, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, and Nico Heisha all locked up for at least the next four seasons for under $9 million a player, you know? Yeah, they no, they're, they're... Million, they still have almost $2 million in cap space, and they've got 14 forward, 7 defensemen, and 2 goalies. You know? It's The Devils are going to be so good for so long, and I'm mad about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, the Devils, they're just, they're Tasmanian with how much they're going to tear up the Metropolitan. And all those names that you just listed, all those superstars, and we still left off Dougie Hamilton, too, who had, you know, a 74-point season last year at defense. Maybe you did name him, but I forget about Dougie Hamilton sometimes. Mm -hmm. And... A guy that's just a point of game defenseman at six foot six, like that guy is just he's a terror out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just his first year with they've, the... got,
0: they've got the goaltending
1: as well, like,
0: yeah. and that, that's that's true of Carolina as well. Like Carolina's goaltending, they're bringing it back with Freddie Anderson, Antironta. Ranta, um, and I believe they're going to be rolling three goalies because they don't have an AHL team right now. Um, so uh, Piotr Kochetkov uh, is probably going to be in the nhl unless they send him like they loan him somewhere i don't believe he's waivers eligible anymore i don't have the hurricanes cap friendly page open to double check that but again the devils stellar goaltending last season uh mackenzie blackwood almost sunk them he was injured um and they they ended up having to go with a tandem of vitek vanacek uh who was only okay in washington i thought um and akira schmid who is an infant um And they were both, again, they were both excellent. Akira Schmid is still on his ELC. Uh, He is super cheap. He was very, very good. Vitek Vanacek, if they can get the goaltending they got last season, like the devils are scary, man.
1: Yeah, I don't want anything to do with what I said the other day when I said that I think that they might fall off. I I don't think that they will. I think the biggest thing that they lost was an assistant coach. And that's a yeah. guy that's on the bench who has no practical impact on the game. I mean, maybe he does, you know, outside, but like he has no impact on what actually happens on the ice. I think they're gonna be fine as a team. I don't have him in the top two, though. I actually went in terms of my predictions, I went canes and then the penguins, number two, because I think the the penguins adding the Norris trophy winner. I mean, like, they're, they're an absolute unit. And then they, they beefed up their uh, center position as well, getting Vinny Henestroza and Noel Chari. Like, that, that's going to be their third and fourth center and because they got Crosby and Malkin down the middle. They're still absolutely insane. I mean, and I just can never count out the Penguins. I can never count them out. I'm kind of p- picking them second, hoping that I'm just so dead wrong about them and that they just stink. But the the Penguins just—they feel so much different than a team like the Capitals for me, because they just always hang around. You know what I mean? Like Mm. they never go away. Just Penguins—they're an extremely good head coach. Um,
0: Yeah,
1: they. Mike
0: Sullivan is the. I think we're going for maybe a bit of a hot take here. Mike Sullivan is the best coach in the NHL. I think Um, he has done wonders with, frankly. Ron Hextall did his best to sink this team and Mike Sullivan got results out of it. Anyway, you, when you've got, you know, when you're getting 90 points out of 35-year-old Sidney Crosby and I think Evgeny Malkin had just under 80 points this season at the age of 37, like the Penguins feel like they're starting to slow down. I actually have them way lower in my rankings, but they just, they, like you said, they just keep finding a way to hang around. It feels a little bit like... um the Mike Babcock Red Wings, where every single time they lost a guy, you're like, oh man, that when um they lose, for example, when they lose Datsuk, he goes back to Russia, um or they lose Zetterberg, and you're always like, man, they lose this guy, and then someone else just kind of turns up. The Penguins are kind of the same thing; they just will not go away. Um, I think they probably take a step back this season. Um, you mentioned the the Eric Carlson trade that was unless that's happened in the like the 8 11 minutes since we started recording um he is not a done deal
1: for them oh, yet still not so
0: official? did that to, not happen no no not yet he is he is still a shark as of right now i think the the general understanding is he's probably going to go to pittsburgh i think that's where he wants to go and if they do get him i think probably my rankings will lift a little bit but
1: yes this is right all now, based on that
0: <laughs> as of right now i have the penguins lower in the lineup um
1: my pen is out minute, i'm moving them down devil's number two
0: down <laughs> okay in a minute we're going to nope. talk about who we have third uh, and kind of in that uh what what my friend uh kyle demetrius from locked on locked on sharks um always calls the creamy middle of the division uh so we're going to look at three four and five uh in in the Metro- in the metropolitan division in just a second First, though, I going to tell you guys about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting the MLB on FanDuel. Get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks, and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets whether you win or lose. $200, you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. You don't have to wait around for that deposit to hit. It happens immediately. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash on. FanDuel, official betting partner of Major League Baseball uh, and also us, the On Podcast Network. All right, we're back with LockedOn Blue Jackets. Jay Foster, Hayden Hileson here. We're talking about the Metropolitan Division today. Uh, who do you have in third place? Uh, which I guess it might be different now that you've you've bumped the Penguins down in your rankings.
1: Eric Carlson to me, whether if he's not on the team, that is worth a whole two spots, and they're dropping all the way down to fourth. And I have the Rangers coming in at third. I think the Rangers adding Blake Wheeler was huge for him. Um, gosh, who else did they add? They added else somebody big that I'm forgetting. Uh, I'll have it here in just Great a second. Question. But you can never count out that team. They're just they're they're too ridiculous. They feel they feel like even though they lost Terrence Sanko, um, he was a, a deadline addition anyway, so that wasn't too much. But it right. feels like also that their young core is starting to come around too. Like uh, Lefrenier, Cap- Capo Kapo, and Keandre Miller. Like all those guys really feel like to me. a a very dangerous core in the NHL, a team that also went toe-to-toe last year with the Devils that I feel like, I just feel like they're dangerous. I don't think they are going to win the division, but I think they're good enough to hang around. So I have them slotting in at third. They're going to get that third Metropolitan spot.
0: Yeah, I also have them slotting in at third. Um, This is kind of dependent on a lot of things. Um, Mostly it's dependent on Igor Shostakovich. Staying healthy, Um, I feel like, um, and I got some flack for this on the national show when I said that they were an Igor Shostakovich injury away from being at the bottom of the Metropolitan Division. Maybe that is kind of an over-exaggeration, but I I know from experience, good goaltender, (laughs) losing a good goalie and not having anyone to replace him when, you know, your backup goalie is, what, 37-year-old Jonathan Quick, um, that can sink a team, you know? Um, obviously, they still have guys like Panera, and they have Zabanejad they have Kreider, who I'm a big fan of, um, and obviously they still have Adam Fox, who is, what, two years removed from winning the Norris and is maybe one of the best young defensemen in, in the league. So, like, they're going to be fine, but I think my having them at third is entirely dependent on a healthy Igor And I have no reason to think that he's going to be unhealthy or he's, you know, going to get hurt, but... That's just kind of that's that's the vibe I get from them is not that they are entirely reliant on good goaltending because, you know, the underlying stats are pretty good for the Rangers. But I'll be interested to see if they could have as good of a performance as they had this year. If they don't have Igor Sturkin in net. Um, So I have them third. This is also kind of the start of my second tier. So I have the third, fourth and fifth teams kind of in, in a similar tier. Um, so these three teams, I again, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them went third. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them went fourth, or if one of them went fifth in any kind of combination. Um, so that's third. I assume you have you bumped the devils up to second now that you've bumped the penguins down to fourth.
1: Yes. 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 And actually, you know what? I should have never even had the penguins at second. I think the penguins, even with Eric Carlson are gonna finish third. I, I just as I was thinking yeah. through it and you said the ages of Crosby, thirty-five years old. You said the age of Malkin, thirty-seven. And I just thought to I, mean, myself, I don't think you know either what? of them
0: are slowing down yet. Uh, I wanna put right. that out there. I still think that they're two of the best players in in the league still. You know, Crosby I think is still no doubt top five maybe top three of all skaters in right. this league. You know, third. even at the thirty five.
1: But Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but third in the Metropolitan Division, that's as good as like a Pacific Championship banner, right? Like as we're winning the Pacific division. <laughs> that's is it the not? Thing. The
0: Metro is a tough division.
1: Um, it's I, so I looked it
0: up. Where's the 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 league standings? So um of the top nine teams in the NHL last season, three of them were in the uh Three of them were in the metropolitan division, they are, I believe, the only division that had three three uh, hundred point hundred plus point seasons. Um, no, excuse me, the uh, uh, Pacific had four, so the Pacific is a, could be a, a weirdly scary division, but yeah, the Metro's the Metro's tough. Um, I have the Penguins in fourth, um, I don't. that we need to talk a ton about the penguins since we kind of covered that when we talked about them in in when you had them in second place and this this eric carlson trade that may or may not happen um i mean hey listen by the time this airs they might have traded for him and then we get to to
1: me that he's not on the team
0: (laughs) honestly (laughs) i i also was like did i did i imagine it not happening like but no it hasn't happened yet but um fifth place is actually where I have the Blue Jackets right now, which might be controversial. Um, but I have the Blue Jackets over the Islanders, uh, the Capitals and the Flyers right now. Um, I think, you know, we've talked kind of at length about the Blue Jackets and who they are get who they got this offseason and who they got back this offseason. You know, they're essentially getting Zakarensky um Ivan Provorov and Damon Severson. Uh, Provorov went across very well in, in yesterday's episode, by the way. People enjoyed <laughs> people enjoyed Provisan. Um, So maybe I will just m- mumble my words more often. But, like, you add Adam Fantilli into that. You add a healthy liner into that. Like, I, again, goaltending. If you get good goaltending or uh, even better goaltending out of Elvis Mosleykins, like, this team, um, this team gets better immediately. Um, I'm just going to very briefly pull up... Um, so if you give Elvis moslekins uh, a 900 safe percentage, which last season, just to be clear, he had way less than that. Um, and he plays, you know, if you, you average, how many games did I give him? I assumed, okay. So I assumed that he and Corpus would both play 41 games last season, which obviously is not, um, not likely, but if he plays 41 games and has a 900 safe percentage, um, instead of allowing eight hundred, uh, instead of allowing one hundred and ten goals against in in thirty games, he allows uh, one hundred and twenty-one goals against in way fewer in in way more minutes. Um, so, if they get good goaltending out of Elvis Mosekans, this team immediately gets way better. So that's why that's why I have them at five, and I think. Again, I think five Metropolitan teams might make the playoffs this season. So I think the Blue Jackets are going to be on the fringe of that. It might be a, a one of those where they make it on the very last day of the season or they don't make it on the very last day of the season. But if all goes well for the Blue Jackets, I fully expect them to finish way higher than the, what they did this season, which was eighth. So
1: who do you have with five? Who do you have your top? What's your first four again? Uh, So my top four is Hurricanes,
0: Devils, um, Rangers, Penguins, and then the Blue Jackets at five.
1: Okay, I have the exact same four, and then I have the exact same five. I am taking the Blue Jackets to finish (laughs) fifth in this division because of the key additions, because of getting, in my opinion, the best coaching hire this offseason. I think that I think they're ready. I think they're ready. I called them the other day, that they had Stanley Cup winning talent. I believe that in the in house, I believe, I believe a lot of teams do. By the way, not just the Blue Jackets. Obviously, I think a lot of teams have Stanley Cup talent in house. But I think they have the right coach too, man. I really do. I think they're going to improve a lot. Um, and it's also mo- mostly because I don't think the other three teams. Are very good. The Capitals, Islanders, and Flyers. I don't think any of those three teams made good strides to get better. Like when I look at the top four teams, and then even like when I look at the blue jackets compared to teams like the Canes and Devils, those two teams really went hard this offseason. Those two teams felt like. And then the blue jackets also went hard this offseason. Um, they could have gone harder, but they went hard. And, and then I think the Penguins went just about as hard as well. So I kind of have, like, the Blue Jackets could be five, but they also could be four. You know, I think the Blue Jackets, it's just all going to obviously come down to health. And gosh, I'm praying every single night that the Blue Jackets get better goaltending. Like, I'm starting that nightly prayer now. Dear Lord, please allow the Blue Jackets to have better goaltending this year than they did last year. And if they do, Jay, there's no question this team should be in the top five in the division. There's no question they should be in the top four. Like, everything around them should come together nicely. Now, that's not how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fast-tracking a lot of things. But on paper, I think this is the fifth-best team in the Metro. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of hanging around sixth um in Metro. But... I was, looking, I was looking at the, basically, I have the top four, um, and then I was looking at the other teams, and I was like, well, I think they're going to be better than the Flyers, by by design. The Flyers are, are going to be in a rebuild. Um, I think they're going to be better than the Capitals, who I think got worse this offseason. Um, and I think they're going to be worse. I think they're going to be better than the Islanders, who are a million years old, and again have like three good players. Um sorry to sorry to Gil Martin who hosts Locked Islanders and is the nicest man on the planet. Um but your team is probably gonna be bad this season. Um I think they again good goaltending will probably keep them afloat. So I actually have the Islanders in sixth place if we if we move on. Um and then yeah I think it's it's mostly it's Ilya Sorokin and Matt Barzell, I think. Um they have a decent defenseman in Pulak and Pelek, which is always real fun. Uh, to, to think about when you're trying to do play-by-play for an Islanders game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The Islanders just don't scare me.
1: They lost Josh Bailey, who I feel <laughs> like was a big, big glue guy for that team for a long time. Uh, they also lost Zach Parise. They didn't do much to add. Julian Gauthier, Gauthier is their only Gauthier. dude that they added. I don't Gutierrez, I don't care much about that guy. He's not good. He can't be that he can't be good enough than any of the moves that the Jackets made. But the thing is with the Flyers, Jay, is like they're another team just like the Penguins. Like they just don't go away for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I mean, I've had the privilege of getting a chance to go out to a game out at uh on Long Island back when they played at the Coliseum. And it's a it's a rowdy environment. Like, don't get me wrong, it's one of the rowdier environments in the nhl i believe but that's not enough to carry a team especially in this division i don't think i think at some point they have to fall off and them finishing fourth last year again like you just said i mean you may not have said this exactly word for word but you've definitely said it to me in the past they're an Ilya Sorokin injury away from being dead last in this division mm-hmm. maybe not dead last but falling all the way to the bottom
0: i think ilia Sorokin. Like, i got him in the I same think spot. they are in a better place in terms of a backup goalie um, I think Semyon Valamov is a better backup than Jonathan Quick. Um, so, like, they probably won't sink, sink. But I think the Rangers are a better team than the Islanders. So it really kind of... I think it probably all comes out in the wash in terms of those two... new. What is it about New York-based teams and Russian... Extremely good Russian goaltenders with the initials I and S, by the way? Um, what we really needed was Ilya Samsonov to go to New Jersey, and then they would have had the trifecta. <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> Yeah, the Islanders, again, they're a team that kind of wouldn't be surprised if they finish a little higher in the division, but I am mostly expecting them to keep kind of slowing down. Uh, They've got uh, Bo Horvat locked up long term. I know he was a guy that the Blue Blue Jackets fans really wanted to go after for a minute there. He's he's fine. Um, I don't know that I would pay eight and a half million dollars for the next eight years for him, um, but that's kind of... That's why I have. Do you have the Islanders in sixth as well, or?
1: I have the Islanders in seventh. I actually, or no, excuse me. I have the Islanders in seventh. Uh, I have the, okay. I have the okay, Capitals we'll do, in sixth, uh, we'll Islanders take a, in seventh. We'll take, a quick and break.
0: we'll take a quick break, and then uh, we'll talk about who you have at sixth, because I feel like there's only really one option there, and we'll kind of talk about the bottom of the league in just a second. All right, so you have the Islanders in seventh. You have the Flyers in last position, I assume, which means you have to have the Capitals in in sixth. So let's talk about the Washington Capitals, who, again, I feel like just keep getting older, and we'll see how that goes for them.
1: I have a, I have a thing to say about the Capitals. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it feels like the Washington Capitals they have the biggest side distraction that you could possibly have and that's Alex Ovechkin chasing Wayne Gretzky's goal record like that has to be looming over that team they've gone from second in the division to fourth to sixth in the division the last three years so it's not really looking like it's going up they just lost Dimitri Orlov they still have John Carlson but I you know he's 33 years old like he's getting older too so it's like this team just can't be going anywhere. They just got a new coach too. At what's his name? Brad Carberry or whatever. I don't know much about that guy, but that feels like a very Brad Larson esque kind of hire. Like I just I to me, they didn't do anything in the offseason other than sign a, a really old and injured Max Patch ready and draft Ryan Leonard, who isn't as good as Ryan in- Leonard.
0: But- in fairness, he's going to be good. I think Ryan Leonard is going to be really sick, but he's a couple of years away. Um, yeah, Max Pacioretty is a really good boom or bust choice. Um, they signed him for cheap, I believe. How much money is he making? He is making I want to say $2, two million dollars this season. Yeah. Like that's a for Max Pacioretty, a, a healthy Max Pacioretty, that is a bargain. But is he a healthy Max Pacioretty? You know, and again, it's still it's really easy, it's really hard to root against a team with Alex Ovechkin on it because he can just win games by, he can just decide that he's going to score a hat trick, you know? Um, like you said, I don't know that it's a distraction necessarily. Um, I think it's, it's looming over them uh, in terms of his, his goal record. I don't know how many goals away he is. So I can pull that up, but I think the problem, the, the thing is it's Alex Ovechkin scoring more goals is not going to be a bad thing. For this team, you know, like he's again, he's one of the top five players in the league. Uh He is 62 goals away, 72 goals away from uh Wayne wow. Gretzky's record, which is bonkers, by the way, because I've just kind of been for a long time. I just treated all of Gretzky's records as like unbeatable. And then uh, here comes Alex Ovechkin, who's like, yeah, I'm going to score a thousand goals like he he might. I don't know if he'll break a thousand. He might. Um my guess is he breaks the record and then goes back to Russia um, to finish his career, but he's he's staying here until um, until he breaks the record. And I know the Capitals have kind of gone on record of saying we're not rebuilding until Avechkin breaks that record, or we're not rebuilding while Alex Ovechkin is on the team. So let me, me, distraction, no, but I think that's definitely in their plans. You know, of they want Ovechkin to break the record and they're not going to tear the team down and start making it good again. So I think they probably will just continue this slow decline instead of blowing it up, which might work. It might not. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, it's hard to root against the Capitals. But I'm looking at their roster and I'm like, no, a healthy Blue Jackets roster beats this. Um, I don't know who they have in goal off the top of my head. Is it, it's uh, Darcy Kemper, who's fine, um, but he's 33 years old and he signed for another four seasons at five and a half million, which seems like a lot. Um, the defense is fine. The forwards, I think they would like to be a little bit deeper. Evgeny Kuznetsov reportedly wants out of Washington. So we'll see where that goes. Um, they want to add another middle, another top six winger, I believe. They were in on Alex Dabrinka. Obviously that didn't go anywhere, but yeah, the Capitals, I don't know. The Capitals don't scare me in the same way that the Penguins scare me. You know, um, the teams are of a similar age, but I'm still looking at the Penguins. Like, yeah, these guys can do some damage. Um... Let's finish off, because we're starting to go a little long here. Um, We both have the Flyers in eighth place in the division. Which is not a slight on the Flyers. This is by design. The Flyers are in a rebuild. They tore it down to the studs uh, this season. They're probably not done yet. You know, Danny Briere has... uh, It's the equivalent of, like moving into a new rented property and being like, well, I don't like that face. So I'm going to throw that away and I'm going to tear this carpet up. Cause I don't like this. You know, um, it's just a bunch of really bad home renovations that he's trying to fix right now. Um, you know, Travis connectney might be on the way out of there. Scott Lawton might be on the way out of there. Um, Travis Sanheim is, is probably on his way out. Like beyond that, they don't super have any game changers on, on the roster. Like if, if, Carter Hart had been the Carter heart that they were supposed to get. Like, we'd probably be in a very different position right now. Again, a really good example of how bad goaltending can sink a team. But I still think the Flyers are going to be bad this season. Um, and they should be, and they should enjoy being bad because they're going to be in the conversation for Macklin Celebrini. So
1: Credit me on the Carter Hart take. I know this was long before I was on the show, but I've been beating the drum that he's bad for a oh. long time. So that really... Is nice that you you know kind of kind of said that he kind of stinks. That you didn't say it directly, but you said it in your tone, Jay. That Carter Hart kind of stinks. I okay. So.
0: I wanted I wanted nice things for Carter Hart. I thought he was phenomenal in juniors. Unfortunately, Philadelphia is where goaltending goes to die. Yeah.
1: That's, That's what Bobrovsky it, got out of there. I don't know
0: if it's like the curse of Ron Hextall looming over them all, but like you look at the goalies that have gone through there. You know, Bobrovsky was bad right up until he got traded to Columbus and suddenly found some life again. You know, uh, similar thing with Carter Hart. What's going to happen is he's going to get traded somewhere else and he's going to suddenly be good again. I like Carter Hart a lot. He's a good goalie in a bad situation. Um, and hopefully he either gets out of Philadelphia or Philadelphia gets better. Um, my guess is it's the first one because I don't know that they're going to keep him around for a rebuild. He's making $4 million this season and then is a an RFA after that, so we'll see. They picked up Cal Peterson from the Kings, who was really good a couple of seasons ago and then fell off a cliff immediately, so like they're not sunk entirely if, if they decide to trade Carter Hart, but yeah, I'm just... I'm not expecting anything from the Flyers this season um, and I don't think Flyers fans will be Upset about
1: that? No, they can they can keep sliding down, and you know what? If they just if the Penguins and Capitals want to hitch a ride with them, by all means, feel free, guys. Because yeah, no, the Flyers' their future is Matt Mitchkov. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They That's were f-
0: they had a phenomenal draft. Not even Mitchkov like drafting. Um, they had a really really good draft with our Mitchkov, yeah. obviously the, the gem of the twenty twenty three draft. Um but they drafted who did they draft at the twenty second? Uh, Oliver Bonk, who I really like. Um I oh, know, his name. A... it's a great name, um, first of all. Uh and he's a good player. Like, I don't know. I just I like a lot of what they did at the draft. Um so yeah give them 2025 the flyers are gonna reimagine they're gonna reemerge into the metro and be competitive when when Cover arrives you know y- so, future me
1: will worry about those flyers yeah, exactly. we'll me. worry about that
0: in like three seasons time um yeah. we'll have to i've written mine down so i'll have to keep this and then we can look back at it um, at the end of the season so we can see how right or how wrong we are um <laughs> i think that's it for now uh tomorrow we are going to get back to our season reviews um we are going to be talking about i wrote this down and lost it immediately uh we're gonna be talking about marcus bjork and adam Boquist uh next season two good young defensemen that uh well we'll see if they start the season with the blue jackets uh but that's that's it for us uh i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j k o b f o r s t e r uh, you can find Hayden over at Hayden H nine seven one. You can find the show at LO underscore blue uh, if you want to email us, you can at, uh, locked on blue at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, for making us your first listener of the day every day. Uh, locked on blue jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube. We are on Sirius XM. Please remember that you've got to type locked on blue jackets dash daily podcast for the Columbus blue jacket. Uh, otherwise you will not find us, uh, Tomorrow, once again, we're doing Marcus Bjork and Adam Boquist talking about their season and their futures with the team. But until then, make sure you stay locked on.